Who are we? Nobodies. Speak for yourself. Okay. We're Canadian filmmakers with the dream of surviving financially on the backs of our films. Welcome to our show where we bring people along on our film journey. Maybe we can learn a thing or two. Maybe we can teach people a thing or two while drinking beers. I mean, if you can't drink beers while filmmaking, what's the point? We are Fable Forest Films, failing our way to success. Welcome to Jurassic Park. I mean, our show. First Frames First. Welcome to First Frames First, episode 27. My name is Adrian Constant. I'm your host, Jason Green. (laughs) I am your host, Adrian Constant. Mm. This guy's a jackass. How's it going? <laughs> My coffee's cold. Is it still cold? Just drink it's it. Fun. Just drink it's fun. Just drink your coffee. So, um... It took yeah. us a while to get going there, guys. Um, yeah. But, uh... Let's talk about having a sluggish day. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Man, it's I am... Rough. Yeah, it's been... A t- it's exhausting. I feel like I've been put through the, through the ringer. Well, let's get talking about what we're going to talk about today. Okay. On our show. So, um, we are going to attempt... Oscars are coming up. Like a son of a bitch to keep the show within an hour. Oh, yeah. Wait. Start that timer. I'm going to start the timer. So, we've broken, we've broken up the show into segments, and this is kind of the way we're going to run things from now on. You, or are we going you to remember, attempt to? You remember one of our goals for this year uh, was to keep this show very close to an hour. So, we're gonna, this, this is our first episode after goals episode for for 2018 or at the end of our fiscal 2018 mm-hmm. and uh now we're gonna start to keep it to an hour if we can yeah we're gonna try i should start this time start the oh. timer so um we're gonna talk about in this episode we're gonna talk about uh the current projects that we're working on right now we're going to talk about winter wonderland because we uh, when this podcast comes out we're gonna be shooting tomorrow no the, on the weekend we're going to start shooting on the weekend. So, I mean, we're staring down the barrel of the gun at this one. And uh, we are nervous. We're absolutely um, not ready at this present point in time. It's going to be fun. It's going to be but, amazing. Um, yeah. We're going to go for it. And then we're going to talk about our Oscar picks. Yeah. I'm, I've am i seen an, a, a few of the movies. Remember? Good. Do you remember our Oscar show last year? No. Uh, did did I, we have an Oscar show? Yeah, we did. We, 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 were, shooting, we were doing the podcast a year ago. Yeah, I think our first podcast ever was around March of 2017. Wow. So we've been doing the show a year. And uh, awesome. our, the last year when we did the show, we had not seen any of the Oscar films, if you remember. <laughs> and we were like, let's look at who's the... I don't know. I haven't seen any of these movies. So yeah. this year we've seen a couple of them. At least That's, I have. It's you gonna haven't. Be, it's going to be great. I have also seen so much Oscar movie. That's it's maybe, amazing. Maybe one. We're going to do Oscar trivia. Yes, we have a whole bunch of Oscar trivia questions. So we're do that quickly. And then we are also going to do a section which Jay does, and I don't understand at all. And I've asked him frequently where, as we were sitting up, like, what is this section? What, uh... Basically what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about... Why don't you tell us what we're going to do in we're, this section? We're going to talk about music videos. But not just any music video. We're going to talk about viral music videos that mm-hmm. you found on YouTube... <laughs> which you have then fallen in love with the song for, and you would absolutely play it uh, in your playlist when you're at the gym. Okay. Okay. Amazing. All right. So uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, look at this. We're already on track. We're. I mean, oh, that's a good point. I, just, I started the timer late. 
Yes, I but... started the timer late, but yeah. we, we introed the show in a couple minutes. Yep. It doesn't even feel like we're rambling at all. Uh, we are professionals. So, let's carry on. Fucking A. So, <laughs> talking about Winter Wonderland, should I... Yeah, we should... Yes. Is one of our goals to not swear as much? Probably not. Okay. Um. So, Winter Wonderland. Should it be? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. Tweet at us and let What's us the, know if it Here's the you. thing. What is the point... We didn't talk about this on our goal show, but what is the point in trying to swear not at all on the show? Because here's what's mm. going to happen. If you all of a sudden say, we're a super clean show, we don't swear, That's never. it's never going to happen. So... I say, why quit doing something that you're good at? <laughs> Fucking A. Okay, sweet. So, Winter Wonderland right now. Um, now, are we talking about where we are right now? No, we're talking about where we're going to be. You think? <sighs> it's difficult to say because there's just there's a, there's a mountain. There's a mountain to climb over? Yeah. Let's talk about where we are. Yeah. Let's talk about where we're at. So, one of the, one of the, the primary concerns that I have is uh, we have the basic story block. So, we are making this movie and we do not have a finished script. We have the basic story structure down. Yeah. Um, we know where the, where the actors are going to be and what the characters are going to be doing and the direction that each actor is going to be moving in um, for the scene. But the thing that's giving me, giving me the sweats late at night is really finding the nuance in each scene mm -hmm. like you don't like what we have right now are the mechanics right we have kind of the skeleton mm -hmm. but we need the meat so right? i think i think um the exciting thing for me is uh and just people people have if you've been watching the show all along you know what winter wonderland's about mm -hmm. um but if you're just tuning in which could be possible um winter wonderland is uh, a show about or a movie rather about a group of individuals locked in a house um, where there are monsters outside, um, forcing them to stay in indoors, mm -hmm. and they find out that there's a, a killer inside the house as well. One of their group is murdering the others, and it's a little bit of a murder mystery. Not a nice man, no, or woman. Who knows? So the the cool thing uh, where we're at today is we've actually. <laughs> Here's what we're going to do. We're going to tell you exactly who the killer is. We're going to lay the entire murder mystery out because he Nobody can't. Nobody is listening. Somebody's listening. Yeah. Okay. Um, been, what has been pretty exciting, did you, we, we went through the entire, we haven't talked to you guys about this, but we went to the, through the entire uh, casting process for all of our lead characters. That's right. And um, when do we need to be, when do we need to wrap up this part? 10 minutes? Oh man, that's zero to five. We're still rolling. We haven't even got to the section that we need to. Yeah. We're, we're keeping it under an hour, folks. Do you know what? We can ebb and flow like the ocean, my man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We don't need to be like, ba-boom. I was just wondering. Yeah. I was just curious how we're doing. Yeah, we're doing great. So, <clears throat> the casting process was pretty hectic. Um, I'm very happy with, with all the leads that we have. This is going to be pretty great. We've got some really great actors coming from Toronto. Um, we've got some lo great local actors. Uh, I think in the next, we actually, we probably have begun, uh, when you guys watch this episode, if you're on our Facebook, um, at the Fable Forest, you've probably seen, we've started to do actor profiles for all the lead characters, um, started to let you know who's doing our sound and who's doing our videography and all, or cinematography rather. Um, you know, kind of all the key players, um, we'd like to lay everybody out on Facebook mm -hmm. so that their friends, will see that they're doing something with us 
and come follow along, right? That's yeah, follow the journey. Continue building the uh, the uh, the brand and the experience. And, and the experience. Yeah, know, having people follow along. Now, what one of the? I mean, Mandy. So anyone that's in the film industry and has ever cast for a film has yeah. likely used Mandy. Mandy.com. Mandy.com, and it is a it's an amazing resource where all the actors have like all the actors who are looking for roles have their have their eyes locked onto Mandy and are looking right yeah probably like in a within a certain range of actor right yes certainly certainly yeah certainly the guy the, the higher up people who have agent agents like even people with agents are on Mandy but like people who have kind of you know when the you're Johnny Depp yes then it is time for you to Stop remove your Mandy, Mandy account yeah. you're probably fine you probably have people that come to you with with millions of dollars yeah mr depp but the thing the, the response that you get when you put out a casting call on mandy is amazing yeah like we had hundreds of emails from sure. people so um looking to cast looking to send us an audition tape yeah we did two things we put we put the ad on mandy and we laid out each of our 10 characters mm -hmm. um we also put a section up our on our own website with like a little form that people could fill out so we we actually i would say that we had about um maybe 20 percent 20 percent maybe came through the website mm -hmm. and 80 percent through mandy um i think we did 150 plus um looks mm -hmm. actually maybe closer to 200 by you're and, right by the how many, time it was done and how many how many tapes did we get like how many audition pieces so it was very it was very difficult and you know if you guys are were part of the process and you're paying attention so the first thing that we did was we kind of you know we kind of did a quick run through of each person right mm -hmm. we looked at everybody's experience quickly we looked at your demo reels if you had one some of your photos kind of where you are and what experience that we've had and we kind of whittled everybody down to like buckets of people that we kind of liked for each character mm -hmm. um and then we decided we wanted to be able to um not just see what the person could do in their own demo reel but maybe see what they could do with a piece of our uh work yeah so adrian wrote a scene a base uh, just a basic scene um really awesome for each character even though we're probably not going to use some of these scenes for these characters <laughs> anyways so basically he did the work for nothing um but we needed to see what these people could do um and so i took i took each of the scenes and i wrote back to each person um that we wanted to see an addition mm -hmm. tape for and uh and yeah i think we looked at Maybe fifty. Yeah, which is amazing. Do you think? Maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe a little bit less. Maybe forty or fifty. I think for each character, we definitely were looking at four to f ten people. Yeah. Um, now that's a, that, I mean, for an indie film, that's amazing. Yeah. That's wonderful. So we we took a quick look at everybody's demos, and we f we fell in love with some people, some some of the demo tapes, and I think I think in the future, probably going to show the demo tapes for the people hopefully that we... yeah like one in particular that i would love to just yeah yeah i mean one demo tape that uh, rocked i thought i was gonna cry i didn't even want to watch it the second time it yeah. was so emotional that was good i was a bit i was a baby can we just say no we shouldn't say okay we're gonna we're gonna show these later on um but yeah so then so then you know you go through the difficult process of of um letting all the other guys know that you know the this particular role wasn't for them you kind of try to thank everyone for taking their time and and submitting everything 
Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. It was hard because, it, first of all, it was a lot of emails. It was also difficult to turn people down. There, yes. is, there is an element of, you know, I wish yeah. that there was a role for everybody. I wish there was a spot for... And, and a lot of the times it's not about... A lot of the times, it's not about whether the person is a good or a bad actor, right? But just they don't, they don't. This person, they, the acting might be the same, but this particular person has the look that we that we want. Something a little bit. Yeah, they just. It's like, yeah, this is the guy. This mm-hmm. is the, what we had in our heads. There he is, there standing in front of us on the screen, right? So sometimes it's not about the acting. I'll I'll give you one example. We had, we watched uh, one video where uh it was for the role of jimmy and uh the guy's sitting at a table and jimmy's kind of like an old crusty gruff guy (laughs) and this guy is like picking his thumb with a sharp kitchen butcher knife and he's like and he's doing his thing and we're like this is great (laughs) this guy's knifing himself this he is amazing um and he was awesome and, you know, as you're going through the, the other audition tapes, we ended up finding uh, a person who, who we thought would fit the role even better. And so, you know, you, you fall in love with, with different people, but ultimately at the end of the day, you do have to choose one person for each role. Yep. And, uh, and so, anyways, I was just going to say that um, I felt like I was maybe wasting some of my time. Some Some people had said... You know, you don't have to email everyone. Um, when you were you, you were really good with that. Yeah, like, I, I think I think everybody and let them know if they didn't make it or not. And yeah. uh, even some of the people that didn't didn't make it did ping me back, and they were like, "Oh man, nobody ever reaches out. Mm-hmm. They just if you don't get it, you never hear back." And thank yeah. you very much, and we hope to work with you in the future. And blah blah blah. So I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, being nice to people. So I, so just before we finish this section, yeah. Um, I'd just like to say the next part of it, the next thing that we're looking at, which is also giving me heart palpitations, is that we we don't have all the money <laughs> for the movie yet. Yes. So we are desperately, and this falls on my this falls on my responsibility as I'm trying to put the pitch package together because we because we decided that we were going to shoot a movie. Yes. We we could have postponed. And we looked, we, we, we looked into ourselves, we looked at each other, and we decided, let's just shoot this movie, because we need to shoot a movie, otherwise there was a we're moment, going to get mad. There was a moment about a month ago, where, um, because the movie's called Winter Wonderland, and... Uh, Two weeks ago. Well, I'm, I, I know, but I'm you're able right. to... You're right, able able to, to, you're able to... I'm able to remember when we're posting To know show. that this is going to be posted. Two actual weeks ago. <laughs> A month when, a this, month when you're when, listening to this. Right. God. Anyways, he, he's going to get I better quit. at this. It's fine. Um, there was a moment where there was no snow on the ground. And we're struggling with, with things. And we're moving things along as quickly as we can. Because if you guys remember, we've talked about Winter Wonderland on this show since we thought it up. Right? And um, we the original idea was... Who gives a shit? We're gonna film an entire movie in a in a, in a we- house in a weekend in a house and for no money and we're gonna just bring a bunch of friends together and mm. it's gonna be. But the thing is, this movie has grown. Um, it has a pretty intricate script, mm-hmm. lots of great characters. Um, it's gonna be exciting. Monsters, yeah. 
it's going to be hectic. So it, um, it turned into it's something. Turned into a thing. Yeah, it's turned into something far more significant than what we originally anticipated. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I just getting that pitch package out so that we can get that into the world because we have some people that we can potentially speak to and say, hey, can you can you give us a couple of bucks? Yeah. And then we become partners in this creative endeavor. Yeah, and I think um, I think the one thing that's going to help us is that some of our collaborators now. The good thing is we have we have dollars to pay uh, some folks, right? Yeah. Um, some of the actors and uh, you know food and all that kind of stuff that yeah that you need to look we're, out of pocket for. Yeah, yeah. And we're we're covered for the let's say the production expense of the film, but the place where uh, is it, the the additional expenses come in, we're gonna we are definitely gonna have some three D work that we need to yeah. have done. More special effects. More special yeah. effects and and things like that, that that we can we can raise after the movie is done. But while we have the momentum of the whole movie moving forward, it'll be good to get the pitch package out as as soon oh, as possible. Sorry, I gotta stop shaking. But the the one great thing is that we do have some collaborators who are willing to um, not take the money up front, yes. right, and do deferred payment. So, um, I mean, can we talk about what we're paying people? Should we talk about any of that yeah, kind of stuff? Yeah, sure. Or, I mean, so, why not? I mean, we're trying to keep the the um, cost as low as possible. The you guys know that the last two movies that we've made uh, have cost about ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars all in. So all the way from production through post and mm-hmm. and through distribution and and all no, that kind of stuff. No, no one's really getting paid. No, and we we have not recuperated the the money for those and there is hope right that we're building a library and building things so this is why um as as we've talked about before we're trying to do a genre movie trying to do a horror movie have a lot of fun with it mm-hmm. um and see what we can do um so this time we are paying our actors minimum wage yeah in, in ontario which is 14 uh, 14 dollars an hour 14 dollars an hour so we will pay people as uh independent contractors um so that you know they're on the hook for their own taxes and things like that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's a it is a thing, right? Yeah. Um, rather than taking money off their paychecks, um, for you know all Canada pension plans and all those things like that, we'll we'll draw mm-hmm. up contracts so that they are, um, they're their own contractors, and that's a pretty common, pretty common yeah. thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we do have the the dollars for that, but what we're also going to allow is, um, some some of the actors uh, are willing to defer, their payment to later. So they can get a little bit of a bump and kind of become, it's almost like... They become a partner. It's almost like becoming an investor, right? Yeah. You take the money that you... Well, you, you are. You are absolutely becoming... You're, so, yes, you're absolutely becoming an investor in the film. Mm-hmm. And um, the the deal that we make is that the, the investors or anyone that puts money into the film, including the actors who's, who, are take, who are saying, take my salary and I'm putting it back into the film, yeah. they get first out. Correct. At 120%. That's right. So if, say, for instance, someone was going to make $1,000 on the movie, the first profit to come out of the movie goes straight yeah. to the investor's pocket and they would make 1200 Correct. So now... Once the investors are paid off... The thing is that there's no guarantee in that, right? And that's something that people do have to understand. So the, the, uh, the we are we are presenting this to people, but we, there is, because there is no guarantee, we're, we're expecting only people who don't need the money like people who are going to take a week off work who's going to help who are going to help us make this movie and those kind of people who are like yeah well look i, I don't need the thousand dollars so you guys can throw it in the movie and maybe the movie does you know okay mm-hmm. and then they might see their 1200 bucks and 
Then after that, they also own shares in the film um, in perpetuity for the lifetime of the film. Right. So the idea, I think, is that is that after the uh, investors are paid out uh, and everything is clear, then any profits split between the film company and the and the investor pool. And mm-hmm. so everybody splits after that. Um, so, I mean, you're right. It, it's a gamble. Um, and I think at the beginning, it's a good model, right? Even even as you grow. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, at the beginning, you're really getting people uh, who believe in you, you know, who want to see you succeed and things yep. like that. So especially the, po- the folks that are – because we have some of these, uh, let's say, angel investors as well mm-hmm. who are willing to give money mm-hmm. as well, right? So when they when – they, give you $5,000 to help uh, pay for whatever VFX shots and things like that, then, um, you know, they're taking a risk as well. But they believe in the project. They believe that they're going to see a return. Uh, so just just something that I wanted to mention, an idea that came to me today. I, I thought if when we raise money for the 3D effects, we could, we could cut sort of a good trailer together. Mm-hmm. And we should throw that on Kickstarter or Indiegogo, and we should try and push to get some money through that. Yep. Yeah, we can do that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and you this, also this, just... that would be our first kick at the Kickstarter, uh, or right. Indiegogo rather. I think yeah. is probably the the one. So... Kickstarter, you got to hit your goal. Indiegogo, they give you. But is Kickstarter yeah. for movies? They both do films. Do they? Okay. Yeah. So, I think that we should at some point do an Indiegogo. Yeah, just for, even if it's for the next short that we do, because I, I think a lot of people uh, think about doing the Indiegogo. So it might be nice if we ran through it and let people know what's difficult about it. Um, you know, yeah. I think what's great understand about it. understand the process. Uh, yeah. And people have talked about the month that you are going is hard work. No doubt. You, you have a plan in, in place. You don't just You don't just start your Indiegogo and then leave it there. You actually have to like work at it you like oh yeah here are the 30 days and here are the here are the things every day that we're going to be doing and not only that you probably you probably uh start telling your social media almost like two weeks three yeah, weeks yeah, a yeah. month in advance too guys next month is the launch of our indiegogo get ready with your wallets we're Come gonna on, have guys. super cool give us dollars for postman buttons and whatever oh for postman yeah no. Yeah. So, okay. Moving on to the next section. Are we are we are we done with Winter Wonderland? Yeah, I think so. Uh, okay. Look, we we spoke about the casting process. We spoke that we do not have a script. We do not have a pitch package and we're in panic mode. I'm not I'm not in as much of a panic mode. I think not with the script because I think what I what I am happy about. He's he's I'm more I'm more freaking out about all of the logistics the logistics but i think we've got a great cast when we when we actually put out the calls for casting we were looking for people that are, were excited about an improv project that wasn't uh, fully plotted out um by the time you guys see this video we will have already had the whole cast get together uh on a weekend and kind of walk through some of the stuff and meet each other and start playing around some improv games and stuff like that i think we're going to be in a good place and i think that the script as plotted out as it is, we're going to be able to take each scene and say, here's what we want to see from you in this scene. Here's what we're going to do in this scene. I think we got we got tweaks to do uh, and, and things to make it better. But we have, we have a thing. 
I want to know who's going to bring the coffee every morning. That's what I'm most concerned about. All right, Oscar picks. <laughs> okay. Moving on. All right. First of all, before we... before we, Yeah. We're just going to do the top, right? We're just going to do the top dogs. Best movie, best director, best actor, actress. We're going to do. do best picture, best actress and actor. Do you want to do... Uh... No, we're not going to do best writing, adapted screenplay, or are we? No, I, 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 best, I haven't looked at them yet. Best supporting actor and actress? Yeah, sure. Uh, best director. Okay, best song. Score? You want score? No. I think we're good. Just the top dogs. Hold on. Now, bef- I let me just say that... Did we talk about Loving Vincent? No. On another show? We didn't? No. Um, wh- I hope... I'm just going to call... It's not going to win. But best animated feature film. Oh. Here are the nominees for Best Animated Feature Film. Number one, Loving Vincent. Number two, Ferdinand, the bull movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want, do you take your, your young, not your yet. oldest to Not movies? yet, no. But she's probably ready, or no? Mm, well, I think we're still a How little bit now? early. She's two. Two? Okay, maybe too early. The Boss Baby. Yeah. The Breadwinner, I don't know what that is. And Coco. Yeah. It's like the Mexican yeah, yeah. Day of the Dead movie. Music, so, yeah. Loving Vincent, though, I loved that movie. Um, I watched it on the plane when I was coming home from mexico and the entire movie is painted every frame is a painting that's right you did, mentioned that did we talk about it on the yeah. show probably no um, i don't think so it was awesome yeah uh it had real actors uh i think they filmed the entire movie and mm-hmm. then um and then they replaced the like they painted what the actors did yeah it was wild if if you can check it out loving vincent it was basically the story about the circumstances around Vincent van Gogh's death. And um, if you don't really know much about Vincent van Gogh, it was a really cool movie to watch. But you you said that the movie started after he cut his ear off. So you, you, don't see, see... you see the ear cut thing right at the very beginning. Okay, so that's like the beginning. Well, that's, yeah. We come in there. Yeah. Wow. You and, and you kind of come in, he's, he's dead. The story is that the... Uh, he used to write letters and letter uh, letters and letters upon letters to his brother, um, and the story is about a postman who, uh, when a building falls down or whatever, he finds the last letter that never got sent or whatever, and he's too old and he wants his son to take a, a trip like across the country by train mm-hmm. to deliver this letter to Vincent Van Gogh's brother. And when he gets there, he finds out the brother is also dead, and so he just kind of goes on this journey talking to the people that knew the story about Vincent Van Gogh, the doctors, the mm-hmm. place where he stayed, all this different stuff. Very cool. And he tries to unravel what happened at his death. And it not only is the movie great, um, and sometimes you for, start to forget that it's an animated film. Yeah. Um, but also if you stop for a second and remember that it's an animated film and start watching um, the paintings, it is awesome. Gorgeous. Yeah. So Amazing. I hope that it wins. I hope if... Loving Vincent, I'm 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 gonna make that my Oscar pick for best animated yeah. feature film. If Loving Vincent doesn't beat The Boss Baby, what world are we living in? Is I don't that, know. Is that is that what you're saying? Kinda. I don't know what to say. Yeah. Now Coco, I don't know. I haven't seen Coco or The Breadwinner, but like yeah, the bu- the Bull movie or The Boss Baby. I mean, come on. I'm gonna pick Coco. Okay, you're gonna pick Coco. Okay. That's good. I have nothing to say about it as yeah. I haven't seen it. Um, but just talking about, are you going to write down our picks here? Things that, uh, 
just um, talking about films where people paint onto or make paintings afterwards. Yeah. It wasn't the Richard Linklater movie Scanner Darkly? It, no, Scanner Darkly, I actually have it right over there, but Scanner Darkly actually um, is all rotoscoped. Okay. That's the difference there. Not actually painted. It's not painted. Like, they didn't actually paint onto the frame. No. They, oh, in Loving Vincent? They filmed them, and then each frame they created a painting? That's correct. And it was like 120 painters um, mm -hmm. that made... And not only that, it, they also incorporated um, however many of Vincent van Gogh's paintings into the movie. So, like, some of the, like, landscapes and stuff that he painted, mm -hmm. you would see the guy, like, walking down that landscape, and it would, yeah, you'd yeah. see it just for a moment, and then it would change and whatever, and yeah, yeah. whatever, so... So um, yeah, if was, you if you took well. mushrooms or acid and went to go watch this, you would you would you would so best sound editing we're gonna leave. Mind. We're not gonna do that one. Best makeup we're not gonna do. Okay, so I said Coco, and you said Loving Vincent. Yeah, and that's best animated feature. Best production design we're not gonna do. Okay. Let's go to supporting. Do you want to do best film editing or no? No. Okay. <gasps> Although I will say, can I just say that best film editing, uh is up uh baby driver is in there oh, and i love baby driver i don't know if it's gonna win an oscar right. for best picture probably not best visual effects uh, best cinematography best original screenplay you want to hear those for this yeah year? so best original screenplay the shape of water yeah three billboards outside of ebbing missouri yeah get out the big sick and ladybird Shape of Water is going to take it all. You think that Shape of Water will be best screenplay? Mm -hmm. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Get Out for best screenplay. Hmm. Why do they call Get Out a... Comedy? A, a horror comedy. Is it just because of that one guy who's kind of funny? His best friend that he phones. I think that's so. That's the only comedy in the whole thing is that guy. Yeah, and I think that there's some moments that are awkwardly funny. Mm -hmm. Like, do you remember Karate Guy? The guy was a super karate guy. It was like a little, it was a little intense and weird. I think it's more like a, a tense comedy. Like, it's yeah. kind of odd, right? Yeah. It's not scary necessarily. And then you add the comic relief on with that guy. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, I'm going to say, get I'm going to say get out. Okay, cool. Uh, okay. Next, moving on. Best no best score, blah, 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 score language film. Okay, here we go. Best supporting. Let's do best supporting actor first. Okay. Best supporting actor, we have Sam Rockwell for three billboards. Woody Harrelson. Him. You're just choosing right now? Yep. Okay. Woody Harrelson for three billboards. Christopher Plummer for All the Money in the World. William Willem Defoe for the Florida Project. And Richard Jenkins for the shape of water. Wow. Take your time, Jay. I'm going to say... You're going to be wrong. I'm going to say they're going to give this one to Christopher Plummer. Hmm. Because... Because he's going to He only had five minutes to replace Kevin Spacey in all of Kevin Spacey's stuff. Okay. So I think that I think that that's going to that's gonna win him. Okay. Supporting actress. Supporting actress. Leslie Manville for Phantom Thread. 
Allison Janey for Itonia, Lori Metcalf for Ladybird, Mary J. Blige for Mudbound, and Octavia Spencer for The Shape of Water. I'm going to say Mary Allison J- Janey for Itonia. That's me. So you, Allison Janey? Yeah. Allison Janey? Oopsie. Oh. Nothing, Vincent. So switch these. Sorry, I'm writing things in the wrong place. Yeah. Okay, hurry up. I'm going to say um, Mary J. Blige yeah, from was Mud- in Mudbound. Mudbound. Yeah. She was the mom. I didn't see that movie. I'm going to take her. Okay. Right on. She admit Mudbound is... That is a very intense film. Whew. You saw it? Yeah. It's on Netflix. Okay. It's uh, it's a life, man. That will that is um, give me the just a rundown. So it's, uh, I'm not exactly sure where it is down south in America, the southern states. I think it's Mississippi, mm-hmm. and it is like the the these early farmers, um, after sec right after Second World War, and you have a white family who's moving out to a farm that they just purchased. You have a black family who's living out there, and they 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 kind of dr- they work the farmland, and they have this dream of owning their own land, because you know just of the t- in the time period, I'm not sure when. Um, anyway, at the, at this point in time, they they dream of farming their own farm, right? Okay. So the, are and, they uh, slaves, or are they working for something? No, else, no. This or? is a post Second World War, so okay. there's no more slavery, but it's just like I, I don't know. There's just still. There is still a very, certainly in the American South, you know, there is still this very racist ideology in that in that space. Yeah. And one of the best, um, it's a wonderful story element is between the, um, is between the, so two people come back from fighting in the Second World War. Mm-hmm. And one of them is white and one of them is black. And one of the things that happened is when you're fighting alongside someone in the Second World War um, and you're killing the Germans... Or the Italians or whoever you were fighting, yeah. um, you're on the same team. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's very strange, particularly particularly for this black guy who comes back to the deep south, and now all of a sudden he has to, you know, use the back entrance of the store, yeah. and he's like, "I served my country, yeah, to fight for your freedom, yeah. you white racist bastard, yeah." And now you're now you all you're saying to me is walk out the back door because I'm not good enough now, to walk his, out the front. His door. buddy in the war. Not buddies. Oh, they weren't buddies. They weren't buddies. But when they came back, so you have a but they become friends when they come back because both of them have shared experiences. Like he, the one guy, there's a bang. He dies in the middle of the street. He dies on the ground, and the sort of the black guy comes up to him and is like, "Don't worry, it'll pass." And yeah. they become really good friends. And then there is a. I mean, it's it, it is about racism in the deep. It's south. kind of like. Um, I mean, I don't want to get into talking about other movies. It's probably a bad idea, but it really sounds like Remember the Titans. You know that football movie. With the mm-hmm. uh, with the black and the mm-hmm. white boys mm-hmm. in the inter- first integrated school or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. and here they are, they hate each other and then they go to war with each other, sort of like, or they become you know teammates, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they really become best friends. But then all the people that are in the school still, you know, yeah. don't like each other and blah blah yeah. blah. And there's all kinds of anyways. Yeah, wow. Okay, cool. I'm gonna but check it, that out. It is. Um, it's awesome. It's a tense. It's a. It's a. It's very well done. Mm-hmm. It's an excellent movie. Um, very intense. Okay. Best director? Shape of Water, without a doubt. Yeah, I'm going to also say same. Is that okay? 
Yeah. Um, Shape of Water was awesome. But the others are Jordan Peele for Get Out, Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird. Um, now, I'm going to say that uh, Lady Bird at the Golden Globes mm-hmm. won Best Comedy. I think. Yeah. They it's, don't have it, a they don't it, have a best comedy in it, it's a long haul for a comedy to win. I'm not saying it And so is that why it's got its own category at the Golden Globes now? Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. All I know Oscars don't have a best comedy. Yeah. All I know is that for a comedy to win the Oscars is unusual, I think. Mm. No, correct I me hope if that's, I'm wrong. I hope that's gonna be a trivia question. Yeah. Um Gre- yeah, okay, Greta Gerwig, I said Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk, which I did love. I probably gotta watch it again. And Paul Thomas Anderson for Phantom Thread, which I have not seen. But I would really like yeah. to because I I love Daniel Day-Lewis. Do you know what? I am... Uh, I used to love Daniel Day-Lewis too. And then I watched an interview of his. And I just... He just spoke so slowly that I wanted to fast... I wanted to put him at one and a half speed. <laughs> that, <laughs> Drove you bananas? Come on. Okay. Um, okay, we got... Uh, all right, here we go. Best actor. Best actor? Daniel Day-Lewis for Phantom Thread. And they might give it to him because he's going to retire after this. Timothy Chalamet for Call Me By Your Name. Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya? Sorry. Um, Oh, I like that guy. For Get Out. Daniel Washington for Roman J. Israel Esquire. Oh, the, the the Get Out guy. What an actor. Yeah. He's not going to win, though, over Daniel A. Lewis, but he's awesome. Now, is he, the, is he even... the same guy that plays Charlie in the West Wing? I think so, right? No, I don't think so. I'm gonna, i got to look it up. i got to okay. quickly. When do and... After this. Okay, okay. Uh, no, because it will help me with my decision. Daniel Day Lewis for Phantom Thread. Timothy Chalamet for Call Me By Your Name. Daniel Kaluuya for Get Out. Denzel Washington for Roman J. Israel Esquire, uh, which is not is not a movie on my radar. But I, I have seen the trailer, and Gary Oldman for Darkest Hour. Oh, the the uh, Churchill yes. biopic. Did you know that um, he got nicotine poisoning from smoking over four hundred cigars in that film? No, <laughs> he did. Gary Oldman did. Yeah, that's one of our one of our one of our facts that's coming out in the Instagram trivia verse. Oh my gosh! Yeah, man. So we, we're doing, on our Instagram, uh, just incidentally, we like to do trivia and we like He's to do film either. facts and we like to do uh, history of film and that kind of thing. Um, it's kind of our educational space, I would say. Yeah. That's what, what Instagram is. And this month, we are putting out, every two days, we put out a new fact. And this month is all about Oscar movies and next month as well. March or February? February will be all Oscar facts and March, March will well. also be also all Oscar facts. Now, so. when you do that... Uh, does should I also post the Oscar facts? I mean, it's on it's, Twitter and it's your call, but it's it's timely. It's relevant right now, yeah. right? So what we usually do, I'm not saying that people should be on Instagram because he runs the Instagram and I run the Twitter. <laughs> so obviously, I would prefer that you're on the Twitter, um, following along. But um, we we do these facts, and they usually go to Instagram first. We go to Twitter the, the month behind. And we go to Facebook the month behind, so everything kind of runs in. So we're not posting the same thing every time to yeah. every single person's thing, and uh, we kind of recycle content a little bit. I don't know if it's the right decision or not, but that's what we do. 
Um, but when we got to December, we all became the same. Every every Facebook and Twitter and Instagram for all of our Christmas posts kind of became yeah. the same. And yeah. every now and again, we do the same same thing. So back to best actor. I'm going to go with Call Me By Your Name, Timothy. You are, eh? Yeah. Now, Gary Oldman won the Golden Globe. Okay. Jeez. I mean, I, I, don't, I haven't say, seen it. I haven't I'm going to say it. Gary Oldman. Okay, you're going to say Gary? Yeah. I have not seen I have not seen Timothy and Call Me By Your Name. Yeah. I also have not seen Churchill. I haven't either. And um, the only one of those that I've seen is Get Out. Yeah. I love that actor. I just I saw him in uh, in a Black Mirror mm-hmm. as well. He's just phenomenal. What's his name? Daniel Kaluuya. He's great. We should get him in he, something. He is a he's an amazing actor. Yeah, the crying. So did you, did you know about the fact? No. Oh, it's another fact. So he had to do that. He had to do that scene. Yeah. Five times, and every single time, at the same time in the scene, one tear dropped out of his eye. And that was all him. Come on, right? <laughs> Talk about have a talent. Saw, eh? Have you guys? If you guys haven't seen Get Out, it's, it's not going to awesome. be for everybody, but it is great. It's that a is really great, great film. That's worth a watch for sure. Okay, best actress. You ready? Okay. Sally Hawkins, Shape of Water. Meryl Streep for The Post. Frances McDormand for The Three Billboards. And by the way, I'm just going to say right now that she's going to win. Damn it, that's what I was going to pick, man. Mar- you should pick Margot Robbie for Itonia. And Saroy's Ronan for Lady Bird. I was going to pick Three Billboards. She was amazing. What's her, what is... Frances McDormand. Frances. I'm picking it, sorry. Man. Yeah, it's okay. Okay, that's it. No, best picture. Oh, best pick. It's Shape of Water. Shape of Water, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Phantom Thread, Three Billboards, Get Out, The Post, Call Me By Your Name, and Lady Bird. That's the yep. biggies for this year. Uh, I'm also going to go with Shape of Water. Yeah. What a movie. Um, Well-deserved. Let's talk about one more thing before we get into trivia. Okay. Um, so I don't know where we're going to post our picks, um, but we will post them somewhere so that uh, – and we will – maybe we'll do some live tweeting on uh, – Although the night of the Oscars, we were we're gonna be shooting, so maybe 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 we'll still watch the Oscars. I don't know. Maybe we'll be tired because we're gonna be shooting the next day too. Maybe we won't be watching the Oscars. I don't know. Um, but anyways, we'll certainly pay attention to who wins. Um, we will be is, watching the Oscars. What is the difference, in your opinion, between the Golden Globes and the Oscars? Golden Globes. Golden Globes inclu- includes television. Okay. So that's it. That's it. That's it. In my opinion, I, I would but need to look they, into But when they when they do but... best dramatic picture, like they're not choosing TV. No, they, so, so it's still... TV and film. TV and film. Um, whereas the Oscars are only film. And then there's some that are only TV. Yes. Okay. Emmys. Um, Emmys. Emmys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's what I, that's what I think, and and I do know that a lot of people talk about how the Golden Globes act can act as a precursor for the Oscars. Like the people who win the Golden Globe are like hot favorites for the Oscars because the Oscars are also about popularity. So as I understand it, people that have films in the Oscars, um, the people who you're trying to uh, persuade to vote for your movie, they may fall in love with your movie. But then what happens is that was three months before the Oscars. They were like, I love The Shape of Water. And what happens is then they see another movie and when they see that movie, they love that movie and it's amazing. And what you need to do is um, you need to 
amp Let's them up again. Amp them up and remind them why they loved your movie so much. So and you that's need... what the Golden Globes is for. <laughs> well, the th it helps because it's yeah. a pop. It's part of the part of the thing. Is like, oh, they won the Golden Globes as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's part of the the promotions of the Oscars because it's not just like you don't just like. I think it's it's actually a much more complicated process than people think. All right, here we go. I'm gonna write down the trivia answers. Okay. No, give me another card. Do you have a card somewhere? Um, right on. Where's my book? Oh, right here. Yeah, just right in there. Here we go. Okay, here it's we go. It's trivia time. Oscar trivia time. Son of a pitch. Son of a pitch. Speaking of, I love the Cineplex flashback film fest it's one of my favorite things they do every year so it's a week in february where cineplex uh puts on old movies and you go see them on the big screen very cool. so uh <laughs> this year i took connor to see dune oh i now i love dune I, I just read the book about it a year and a half ago dune is rough <laughs> have you seen you haven't seen the movie no oh man okay uh -huh. you should Terrible? watch it Kind of it's a date it's it's a David Lynch. <laughs> oh, that's right. And it is something to behold. Wow. I'm just gonna say now and then we went to see uh Terminator two. So we went to see that. Terminator two is amazing, James Cameron, but the the like doo -doo 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 -doo, that oh my god. Uh when it plays in the big uh, on the big screen. Reminds me yeah, doing something amazing. With the or with the soundtrack. Alright, here we go. For which these are multiple choice. Okay. So play along if you're if you're following along, play along. Um, for which comedy did Tom Hanks receive his first Oscar nomination? A League of Their Own, Sleepless in Seattle, Splash, or Big? Big. Well, I was gonna say Big too. All right. Um, Next. Which Oscar host said Jack Palance just bungee jumped off the Hollywood sign? Billy Crystal. Oh, oh are you going to read yeah. that? Steve Martin, Billy Crystal, Ellen DeGeneres, Chris Rock. All of these stars won an ast acting Oscar in 2016. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, that's that's the next question. Sorry. Um, yeah, so Steve Martin, Billy Crystal, Ellen DeGeneres, or Chris Rock. I'm going to go with A, Steve Martin, because I like his white hair. Did you go with Billy Crystal? Yeah, e? Billy Crystal. Okay, three. All of these stars won an acting Oscar in 2017, except so Emma Stone, Ryan Gosling, Viola Davis, uh, um, Mahershala Ali. Mahershala probably is how you said Ali. Okay. Um, so everyone won an Oscar except for... Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Damn it! So I... I was the first to say it there. <laughs> and I was the first to say it there. I also don't think Ryan Gosling has an Oscar. Yeah. Um, but, but I will say that I'm a, I'm, I am a little surprised that Emma Stone has one. Not this guy. No, no, no. I think she's amazing. I she just, is amazing. She's absolutely incredible. I'm just... She, yeah. It's, okay. She's amazing. Um, for which movie did Morgan Friedman receive his first Oscar nomination? Shawshank Redemption. Driving Miss Daisy, Million Dollar Baby, Street Smart. Now, you would think it would be Driving Miss Daisy, right? Well, I think it's a classic, and that came before. I don't know Street. I don't know Street Smart, but I'm gonna say Driving Miss Daisy. Although I don't even know if he got an Oscar nod for that, but I, that's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Shawshank, although he probably won the Oscar for that. 
But I just got to say something different to you because you just say it first. Yep. Sigourney. I mean, Weaver, you're the ones reading them. You could probably make up your mind before I'm I get a chance that. to speak. The answer is D. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver got an Oscar nomination in 1989 for Gorillas in the Mist. Mm. Oh, that's the movie you acted in. And what other film? A. Working Girl. B. Ghostbusters. C. The Ice Storm. D. The Year uh, The Year of Living Dangerously. Working Girl. Oof, man. You're a working girl? Yeah. I mean, I love the idea that Sigourney Weaver got an Oscar, would have gotten an Oscar for Ghostbusters. That would be amazing. But I will say D. I don't know. The Year of Living Dangerously? Whatever. Okay. No idea. Costume designer, Lizard, uh, costume designer Lizzie Gardner made headlines at the 67th Academy Awards with a dress made of what? Blue post-it notes, American Express cards, Nestle Crunch wrappers, Starbucks coffee lids. I think she was the Amex girl. Lady, I'm, woman. I'm going to go with Starbucks coffee lids. No, 67. Okay, Starbucks coffee lids, D, yeah. What is the only How many film... of these questions are there? We're going to do 10. Okay. How does that sound? Yep, sounds good. What is the only film based on a TV series to get the Best Picture nomination? The Untouchables, Star Trek, The Muppet Movie, The Fugitive. The Fugitive. It's the only film based on a TV series. The Fugitive was a book. Wasn't it? It was. And then it was a TV series? I don't know. I'm just assuming they're not trying to trick us. I'm going to go Star Trek, B. Okay. You think a Star Trek movie was nominated for an Oscar? Oh, for Best Picture? No, cancel that. Oh. Untouchables. I almost had him. For Best... No, no, no. It's Untouchables, Star Trek. You're going to say Untouchables? I'm just thinking, yeah, Untouchables. Yeah. Good movie also. Which film beat out The Wizard of Oz for Best Picture in 1939? I know the answer. Okay. Let me choose first then. Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Yep. Gone with the Wind. Stagecoach. Withering Heights. Hmm. I'll say Gone with the Wind. Fuck you, man. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Number nine. How long did the awards ceremony last at the first Academy Awards banquet in 1929? Oh, the answer is in this video. And the video has shows an error. So we're going to have to skip that one. Okay, darn. What's the answer? Is uh, it we'll, five hours? Let's just, let's just pick a number. Okay, I'm going to... Well, do you know the answer? No. Oh, I'm going to say five hours. Five hours? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say... Nah. There, was like, there would have been like 10 categories. It was like 35 minutes. 35 minutes. Okay. Under an hour. Okay, 10. Which Oscar-winning director once purchased Rosebud, The Sled from Citizen Kane? Hmm. Martin Scorsese, Steven Spielberg, Clint Eastwood, Warren Beatty. That seems like a Warren Beatty move to me. I think I think it, it, it smacks of nostalgia. Yeah. And I think Steven Spielberg's that kind of nostalgic dude. Okay. Okay. So. So. You said Spielberg. All right, here we go. Okay, for A. Yeah. The answer is... Big. Just, uh, uh, big. Is that the answer? Yep. 
For which comedy did Tom Hanks receive his first Oscar nomination? The answer is big. All right. Number two is Billy Stupid Crystal. Which Oscar host says Jack Palance has just bungee jumped off the Hollywood sign? Number three. All of these stars won an acting Oscar in 2017 except... And the answer is Ryan Gosling. I knew you had an Oscar, Emma Stone. For which movie did Morgan Friedman receive his first Oscar nomination? Oh, sorry. And the answer is... D, Street Smart. Yeah, I've never heard of that one. No, I don't know it either. Damn it. Okay. I actually have never seen Driving Miss Daisy either. Neither have I. Yeah. Sigourney Weaver got an Oscar nomination in 1989 for Gorillas in the Mist and which other film? Ghostbusters. A working girl. Yeah, good for you. All right. Costume designer Lizzie Gardner made headlines in the 67th Academy Awards with a dress made of... American Express cards. That's cool. I have seen that picture. What is the only film based on a TV series to get a Best Picture nomination? The fucking Fugitive. Did you know that? No, I didn't, but... I did just, I mean, it couldn't have been, it could have been The Untouchables, but I just watched The Fugitive, and I want to learn the little monologue that Tommy Lee Jones does when he's like, (laughs) do you know the one I'm talking about? When he's, which one? The one, the one at the, kind of the beginning where he's like, uh, our fugitive has been on the road for 60 minutes at average foot speed of four... I want you to look through every whorehouse, doghouse, and house in the in yeah, the right. Yeah, 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 I love that. It, it is my favorite. It's amazing. So I love that film, movie. Which film beat out The Wizard of Oz for Best Picture 1939? Yeah, that's a perfect movie. Yeah. Gone with the Wind. How? How long did the Oscar ceremony last? Uh, take in 1929. You said five hours. You said 35 minutes. It's 15 minutes. No way. That so, is cool. I'm gonna take best it. picture is this one. Yeah, I'm gonna take that. Yeah, you should take it. As an under the hour, under an hour. That's fine. And I need it. Badly. Which Oscar winning director purchased Rosebud, the sled from Citizen Hold on, hold on, Kane? hold on. Oh, is it actually close? It's six to like five. You, I feel like you smashed Six to five. Me. Steven Spielberg. Six, six, six to six. Okay, let's go. We'll, get, we'll do the next one. Tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. In 1951, who made her only appearance at the Academy Awards ceremony? Betty Davis, Judy Garland, Vivian Lee, or Marilyn Monroe? I mean, I don't know anyone except Marilyn Monroe, so I think... Judy I'm... Garland. I'll go Judy Garland. You're going to go Judy? I'm going to go Marilyn? Judy Garland was was Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. Wow. D, the answer's Marilyn Monroe. Come on! <laughs> For some like it hot. Nice. Adrian is the wiener. I can't believe I won. I thought you crushed me. Every time, every time, you seem to get every answer right. I didn't. All right, moving on. Okay, so we're we're about to we're about to wrap up the show. Amazing. But, uh, and and we are under time. We're doing really well here. That's amazing. We're professionals. We might have a couple minutes left. Awesome. So what I wanted to throw out there was, for some reason, the other day I happened to upon. One of my favorite YouTube songs again. Yeah. And I just thought it'd be funny to talk about, uh, because everybody's got uh, 
some of their favorite goofy songs or things that you you became famous on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, my kids watch YouTube nonstop. YouTube is the you more know, than TV. Oh, my kids watch YouTube way more than TV. Yeah. And I know a lot of adults that are doing the same thing. Yeah. Because they, they fall in love with channels and they're just watching all kinds of... And they're flipping around through content yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. they always have YouTube playing. Anyways, let's ju- let's just wrap up the show with... Uh, give me one of your favorite... Okay, so you, what you wanted was a, a, a piece of music that I kind of... That I discovered on YouTube. Yes. Now, I will also preface this by saying that these days when your buddies... You know, when your buddies call you over to the computer to play a song for you, they'll just type it into YouTube because mm-hmm. everything lives on YouTube. Yes. But I will say that this, the song that came to mind when you said that was uh, Gautier, uh, somebody that I used to know. Okay. I saw that music video and I was like, this is amazing. That's that's awesome. I went a different road. Um, where I went in my mind was um, a songs that, that I w- you would never hear on the radio. Yeah. Uh, that you you only saw on YouTube as the YouTube video, and that went viral, and it became uh, so famous uh-huh, uh-huh. that then they started playing it on the radio. Yeah. As messed up as that is, so the the four I had four just as uh, you know thoughts, um, but the first one was, do you remember CeeLo Green's "Fuck You" music mm-hmm, video? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I loved that song, and then it became so famous he changed it to "Forget You" and put it on the radio. Yeah, but. Everybody I know that has that song still on their their uh, their phone, they still have the Fuck original you. "Fuck You" version. Uh, exactly right. I had um, great song. I did have Gangnam Style. Yeah. So so I will I'll also say that because I was in South Korea. Yeah. Just when Gangnam Style was coming up. Yeah. And uh, when it was blowing up all around the world. Yeah. And it was a YouTube sensation. First. Yeah. yeah. And I actually think that Gautier was also. Was it before it before I heard it on the radio? I found it on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Here's here's my others. Uh, um, uh, Turn down for what? Have you seen that music video? Mm-hmm. Do you know the song? Is it like a rap song? Yeah, kind of. Turn like, down for what? Yeah, something like that. That's it. Have you seen the music video? No. Okay. You have to watch that music okay, video. Cool. Um, then there's one that I, there's one that I love, and it's by a band called No More Kings, and it's called Sweep the Leg, and uh, they made an awesome short film uh, with the old characters or the old people from the Karate Kid movie. Oh, so like the amazing. Karate Kid kids grew up, and they're losers living in like a trailer, and they're they continue to watch the karate kid on like a loop and like the, the guy from like Cobra Kai he's sitting on the couch and he's got his hair and they, all his buddies are still sitting around and they're doing the lines from the movie. They're like, put him in a body bag, Johnny. Yeah. And his girlfriend's like, Oh my God, you're watching karate kid again. And the, the one guy's like, you're going to let her talk to us like that, Johnny. She's like, his name's not Johnny. <laughs> anyway, so they get into that the song. so funny. The song is called Sweep the Leg, and it is so funny, so great. That's but awesome. I found it on YouTube, and I love the song. Um, and then my last one is... Uh, um, I did write down. Oh, what does the fox say? You hate that song? No, I don't know it. You don't know what does the fox say? Maybe. Okay. Sing it. No, I can't sing it, but 
Here's what's gonna happen. I am gonna, I am gonna put all this, all the YouTube videos on our on our webpage so you guys yeah, can yes. check them out, um, and have a lot of fun with them. But uh, I want to watch. I want to watch that one you mentioned with the karate kid. Guys. I'm gonna. We're gonna put them on in a minute. Um, if you're watching this show on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, respond to us if you made it this far, and let us know some of your favorite YouTube songs. Uh, yeah. Because I mean. I want to I want to watch them and fall in love with more music but really I love it when somebody creates a music video that is so crazy and so awesome and then you end up falling in love with the song because you think the music video is so great uh, and uh, and anyways that's so that's awesome. it for me so um, listen guys if you don't mind you can always share this podcast you can share it on Facebook or Twitter um, you know, just get it out there if, if you find anything valuable. And um, also, if you can leave us a review in iTunes. Oh, yeah. Or anywhere. We have a, we have a review in iTunes. One? We, we need more. One whole review? <laughs> that is amazing. Please do more if you have the time and inclination because it just really helps us out. It makes us look amazing. It makes us look like we're doing something. Go hunt us down on iTunes. First frames first. And, uh, you know, click the stars. Type yeah. the thing in. You can do one to five. You have to open the app. You have to open the iTunes app. You can't just do it right on the website. Um, you have to search for us in the podcast section. So it's hard. Stupid. It's difficult. Yeah. But but take a minute. If you made it all it's the way not to here, hard. it's not difficult. Here's the thing. If you made it all the way, how are we doing? How are we doing? Fifty nine minutes. I mean, we did start early. We're gonna be at about an hour and three minutes. But if you made it all the way to here, go into iTunes and give us a rating because obviously you love uh, listening to the show. You're enjoying it. So come on, help us out. Thanks very much, guys, and chat to you again very soon. Man, the next show is going to be awesome. We're going to be, like, out of money. We're going to be like, our film is a failure. Yes. That's not true. That's not true. It's gonna that be, is exactly it's gonna be how fun. we're going to We're going to have a good time. We're gonna, that is exactly you know how we I feel do? right now. We should, we should podcast with, uh, with our with, actors with during, the, during the week. everyone in the thing? Yeah. Yeah, we something. should. We'll do we something. will. That's, that's probably what you'll see next. All right, guys. Have a good one. Dream big. Work hard. Thanks for listening to the Fable Forest Films podcast. First frames first. Yes. First frames first. Thank you, Jason. Welcome. If you enjoyed, head over to our website, www.thefableforest.com. Check out our films and sign up for our newsletter where we will send you exclusive content. Hit us up on our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, always at The Fable Forest. And share our show with your friends. It'll really help us out a lot. Dream big. Work hard.